Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a coworker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome again. I hope it's again for you. I hope that you find value here and you are listening to episodes and subscribing to the podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts. And if this is your first time, I'm so glad you found us because there's valuable things here. You don't want to be walking alone on a journey with a difficult person, whether that person's your parent or your partner or your ex or a friend or a coworker. You need some help and some support and some ideas to recognize what's really going on and how to do things better. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm always here to help you. You can find me at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationship, H-E-L-P.com. Lots of things there for you. Get my newsletter regularly. Join into my Emotional Savvy Circle. That's the best thing to do. For only $5 a month, you can belong to a safe, off-social-media conversation many of them. So I hope you'll go there. Go to forrelationshiphelp.com slash E-S-C, Echo Sierra Charlie, forrelationshiphelp.com slash E-S-C. So lots to help you with. And today I want to talk about something that is so frustrating. It is so infuriating. It is impenetrable and it really causes you to be disempowered. So I wanted to talk about it and really call it out today. And what that big it is, is the silent treatment. It doesn't work. I'm going to talk about that today and I'm going to give you six things that actually work better than the silent treatment. And whether you're doing the silent treatment or someone's doing it to you, these six things still will work better. So if you're with a hijackal, one of those relentlessly difficult people that I talk about frequently, you will know exactly what the silent treatment feels like. And you may even be tempted to do it to them so that they will know how it feels. No, they won't. They will not. So please don't put that in your repertoire. Please don't be giving anyone the silent treatment or do anything that the hijackal does to you so that they will know how it feels. They won't. They're not paying attention. It doesn't matter. That's impenetrable. Other things work, so listen to other episodes, but the silent treatment won't. So your partner just stops talking to you when you have a dispute or when you do something that she or he isn't happy about. Well, how's that working for you in your relationship? <laughs> when your partner gives you that silent treatment to show disapproval, 
He's broadcasting so much more about him than about you. In doing that, whether it's a he or a she, it could be that the person is just wanting to demonstrate power in the relationship. Okay, they want to prove that they have power over you. They could just shut their mouth and refuse to communicate with you. It doesn't prove they have power over you. It doesn't prove they have power in the relationship. It is just a way that they are being petulant and immature. It could be that he or she is thinking that you'll give in and here he won't have to do anything or she won't have to say anything further. That if the silent treatment just lasts long enough, you will give in. You will do what they want. I hope that's not likely. Or maybe they're giving you the silent treatment, willing to punish both of you by withholding love and or intimacy. Ouch! How's that working for you, as Dr. Phil would say? <laughs> you know, if, if someone's giving you the silent treatment and they are willing to punish you both in that way, that's a big red flag. Maybe they're just lacking in skills to communicate and they won't risk trying, so they do the silent treatment. That happens to a lot of people. Conflict shuts them down, not just to hijackals. Conflict shuts them down. They're afraid. They've had bad experiences in the past. And so this is why you really need these six better ways to communicate today. But what if they're giving you the silent treatment because they remember that a previous argument didn't go so well, so they're afraid to risk? Well, basically, so what? You have to keep communicating if you want a relationship to work. And here's another thing that that person could be broadcasting, that he or she is afraid they'll lose the argument if they say anything, so they keep their mouth shut. Well, there's another indication that they need better skills. And if your partner's doing that, or your parent, or your coworker, a friend, you have a part in all that too. Because between the two of you, communication is not going well. So just a little caveat, always look at your part first when troubles arise. Don't go blaming. Don't have that as your default mechanism. Just say, okay, how am I doing with this? What, what have I put in here? What have I withheld? Let me just look at myself first. Not to put yourself down, just to clarify your skills. Am I doing my best self here? Am I living from my values? You know, there was a man in one of my anger management classes and he said to me, how long does the silent treatment usually last? Well, that was an interesting question because I just taught about the cold shoulder and how it's one step in the escalation of anger and violence. And at that moment, he'd really sat up and took notice. So I asked him, hmm, so how long does your wife go without speaking to you? And he looked at me sadly and he said, six weeks. And I said, oh, whoa, that's way more than the cold shoulder, the silent treatment. That's being frozen out completely. And he needed to know that this was probably because she didn't know how to speak up about difficult things. She may have been afraid to bring things up because it had previously not gone well with him. Or she'd learned to bottle things up when she was still at home with her family. And now she doesn't trust that things with him will be any different than that. 
So I suggested to him that she may really have wanted to talk with him and needed to feel very safe to do it. She may have been longing for real partnership and feeling very cheated that she couldn't safely share her feelings with him. And that would be a good thing to talk about very soon. Was that their issue? Did he want to listen? Was he able to listen? Or was he afraid of hearing that he was failing in some area and it scared him? You see, all of those things are things that we work out when we work together. I have clients all over the world, and that's the magic of video conferencing. So it's quite possible for us to work together. But we have to figure those things out. What's really going on? Why is there a silent treatment as an approach? Why are we using that to hopefully solve a problem? It won't. So whether you're with a hijackal or not, the silent treatment is prevalent. Passive-aggressive people love the silent treatment. They really think it's going to help, <laughs> but it doesn't. But if, in fact, you're with a hijackal, one of those relentlessly difficult people who are crazy-making and make you second-guess yourself, you need to know that the silent treatment, when it's applied to you, when they're freezing you out, is something that you just have to not take any notice of. You just have to go about your business. You can speak. You don't have to be silent. You can just be normal. You can make happy comments. You can comment on what's going on in your family. You don't have to be closed out. So it's not uncommon for folks to get scared. And when they do, they get very defensive. And then often, that even escalates into anger, so it's very touchy. People can react in out-of-proportion ways when they're feeling that their self-work is attacked. And that's not even likely what's going on at all. But, you know, fear is a big barrier. One couple I worked with finally admitted, took a while, wasn't easy, but they finally admitted that no matter how gently the husband tried to bring things up that really needed to be talked about, the wife would shut him down and make him wrong. She just couldn't tolerate the idea that there was anything wrong with her or with her approach or with her style. Little hijackily, right? You may recognize that. So just like all hijackals, it scared her to her core to think that she was still being found not good enough. And she couldn't tolerate that. She'd lived with it her whole life. So when her husband wanted to resolve things, she took it as a personal blow, so huge a personal blow, that she reacted with verbal violence. And then she shut down so she didn't have to take the risk. Her husband had decided to do what many people do, suffer in silence. But finally, he couldn't. It wasn't until she was clear she was losing him that she was willing to work toward real communication. And that took work, but we made it. Now, it turns out she wasn't a real hijackle. She just had a few hijackle behaviors. So let me give you the six things that I gave her to do rather than to clam up. And they work in both directions, so here they are. First of all, calm down before speaking about the volatile issue. Calm yourself down. 
Take time to do that. Then number two, ask for time to talk about what you're feeling without interruption or debate. Ask your partner if they will just respectfully listen to you say these things that are hard for you to say. They may or might not do it, but you are taking the power and control to ask for that. And then in turn, be willing to listen to your partner without judgment or defensiveness. Yeah, no judgment, no defensiveness. That's huge, but you can do it. And then number four, take responsibility for your own feelings and refrain from blaming your partner for them. That's huge again, because we want someone to blame, but no, there are feelings. It's what's going on within us. That's why it's really wise to do your own work to get some help. And I'm here for you for that. Number five, be willing to ask for what you want from your partner. Now, yes, if you're with a hijackal, it may fall on deaf ears, but we're empowering you today. So ask for what you want from your partner. And number six, this is really important. You have to be at a place in your life emotionally where you can be willing to hear yes or no when you ask a question for, of what you really need and want. There are no have-tos in a relationship. The other person may say yes, and that would be delightful. And then you watch and see if that works. They may say no because they want to have power over you or it scares them. But it is a point in your relationship. So you want to be the one who has the emotional maturity to be willing to hear yes or no and move on because it's respectful for yourself and for the other person. They can say no. You can say no too. So there's six things rather to do than clam up. So that can add to your peace. It certainly sounds growing up and it is. That's exactly right. Because real grown ups have conversations that solve problems. Let me say that again. Real grown ups, emotionally mature adults have conversations they're willing to and they know how to have conversations that solve problems kids fight and they take their toys and they go home and the silent treatment is an adult version of that so grown-ups talk things through they learn about each other and they make mutual positive decisions about their relationship and yeah that takes skills but the good news is the skills are learnable. Now, many hijackals do not want to even admit they don't have the skills because we all know hijackals live in abject fear. They have to be perfect. That's why they have to have control over you and have control over everything they possibly can because they are petrified. So knowing this, you can move forward. So I hope that you will use these six things to do to communicate better and stop tolerating the silent treatment. Certainly don't be the perpetrator of the silent treatment, even if you think it's going to show them how it feels, because it won't. I'm always here to help you. I hope you'll join my membership program, Emotional Savvy Circle. Go to forrelationshiphelp.com slash ESC, Echo Sierra Charlie.
It's only $5 a month and I interact with you there and answer all your questions and give you support. So it's a great opportunity for you and it's a great opportunity for me to help you. I hope you'll do it and I look forward to talking with you there soon. Take good care. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R Relationship H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at For Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.